Hi, you're listening to another episode of Lavish Hospitality. Thanks for joining me. This is the middle of the summer. I'm recording this as we are about to head on vacation tomorrow to the Sunshine State, which is where I'm from. So it's crazy, but I'm taking about 10 or 15 minutes out just to uh, get a podcast loaded for Tuesday, and I I need this. I need this psalm as I sit in the middle of my summer, so I'm coming up on the busiest month of my summer. Uh, for me, my boys have it a little bit quieter, but it's it's a busy month for me, and then school starts. So, wow, yeah. So I am going to open up with a quote from one of my favorite books that Always is such a good book to read back through the highlights and just see what God taught me through it. And I'm always needing a reminder. So I am reading a short quote out of Choosing Gratitude, which is by Nancy DeMoss Wogelmuth. And um, I'll just share that with you. And then I'm going to read Psalm 9. So here is a quote from Nancy. I've discovered that gratitude truly is my life preserver. Even in the most turbulent waters, choosing gratitude rescues me from myself and my runaway emotions. It bowies me on the grace of God and keeps me from drowning in what otherwise would be my natural bent toward doubt, negativity, discouragement, and anxiety. Over time, choosing gratitude means choosing joy. But that choice doesn't come without effort and intentionality. It's a choice that requires constantly renewing my mind with the truth that God's with the truth of God's word, setting my heart to savor God and his gifts and disciplining my tongue to speak words that reflect his goodness and grace until a grateful spirit becomes my reflexive response to all of life. I need that even today as it's been a crazy day. Um, So many things um, didn't go as great as I wanted them to. But I needed that quote and I hope it was beneficial for you. I am going to read Psalm 9 and I hope you will hear evidences of Nancy's quote that were based out of scripture. So here's Psalm 9. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wondrous deeds. And my Bible just fell. So that's the noise you heard. Um, I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before your presence. For you have maintained my just cause. You have sat on the throne giving righteous judgment. You have rebuked the nations. You have made the wicked perish. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. Verse 6. The enemy came to an end in everlasting ruins. Their cities you rooted out. The very memory of them perished. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has established his throne for justice. And he judges the world with righteousness. He judges the people with uprightness. The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. 
Sing praises to the Lord who sits enthroned in Zion. Tell among the people his deeds. For he who avenges blood is mindful of them. For he does not forget the the cry of the afflicted. Be gracious to me, O Lord. See my affliction from those who hate me. O you who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may recount all your praises, that in the gates of the daughter of Zion I may rejoice in your salvation. Verse 15. The nations have sunk in the pit that they made, in the net that they hid. Their own foot has been caught. The Lord has made himself known. He has executed judgment. The wicked are snared in the work of their own hands. Selah. The wicked shall return to Sheol, all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, and the hope of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Put them in fear, O Lord. Let the nations know that they are but men. Selah. One thing I would encourage you with is to make it a practice. To, to say out loud some things that you're grateful for. Tell your husband, if you're married, hey, babe, I am very thankful for you. And here's why. List off some things and make them genuine. Like you should be able to think of some ways or some reasons that you're thankful for the person you married. Tell your kids. If you have kids, tell them. I mean, not always telling them what they're doing wrong when you're correcting them, but but tell them to their face how you are encouraged by what they are and who they are and what they're doing, how you're grateful for them. That will mean so much to your kids, whether they have the love language of words of affirmation or not. Anybody loves to be affirmed and know, know that you are thankful for them. I mean, anybody would love to hear that, right? So, and also if maybe you live by yourself or maybe you live with a lot of people, a huge family, and you just need to have some quiet time of gratitude, get a journal and start writing. It doesn't have to be a fancy journal. It can be a piece of paper. It can be a note, your note app in your phone and just put things I'm grateful for. Make a app or make a note in your app. I need to do this tomorrow on my drive to Florida. That is what I'm going to do. Um, I'm just going to pull out my note app. The title of it would be things I'm grateful for and just start naming them a car that runs that we don't have to worry about getting us to Florida. Um, cheaper gas. I mean, it's actually gone down a little bit here in Augusta, a beach. I love the beach and I love the fact that we get to go to three different, I'll probably be at four different beaches this weekend. So excited. Um, books. I have a book I can read on my way there. I have technology, all these things. I mean, that's just a little bit. And um, it'll help you frame your heart to be thankful to the God who works justice and righteousness in his people and in his world. So that's all I said. I wasn't going to give a commentary on these, but it's not really a commentary. It's just giving you a plan of action. So anyway, Whenever you listen to this, I hope that your heart will be filled with gratitude, not necessarily for this podcast, but for the truth of who God is and what he has done for you in Jesus. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week.